What's good, players and pimps, girls and ghoulies? It's your boy Robin, back with another episode of Asian Movie Club. I got my co-host right here, Singapore killer, Kyle. What's good, man? Not much, not much. Loving the uh, nicknames. Keep it coming. Hopefully one of them sticks. <laughs> Let the fans will decide that. Yeah, for sure. Now, yo, I can't believe it's March now, bro. Can yeah, you man. believe how's, it? No. How, how's their first two months been? I haven't done shit this year. You know what I'm saying? It's I can't believe it's already March. I haven't yeah. done shit. Ain't shit happening. The pandemic's still going on. But I, mean, I, I, been, I feel like I feel like my year's over. No. Do you think this? No I think this way. Year's I, a mean, off. I mean, we've been going strong at this uh, Asian movie club. We already have four episodes going in, and this is our fifth recording. So I think we're we're getting somewhere. You know, we're getting to the groove. That is true. That is true. I guess I did do something this year. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that positive thinking. Um, now this week. You know, like, all, uh, so far all the guests have been my picks. We decided to switch it up this week. Um, and it's one of your guests. Yeah. Do you yeah, want to I... introduce um, our guest yeah, today? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So today I have a very special guest with us today. And uh, I would say he's a guy with many talents. He knows a lot of shit. And... Um, he has his own podcast as well called the First Generation Podcast. You could look that up, listen to it, follow it, all that stuff. He's killing it. He gets lots of good guests on. And uh, I recorded him for my own podcast as well. So you can check that out. And hopefully uh, my episode with him on his podcast will come out soon. But um, I'll just let him introduce himself more. So here we have Aaron Tam. Hello, Aaron. How are you doing today? Hey, uh, I'm good, man. I, I, I'm, I'm privileged and honored to be on on the show, man. And uh, yeah, I'm grateful, grateful and excited, man. I, I love the intro, by the way, Robin. <laughs> You're just killing it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. But um, yeah, I've I, I've been good. I'm here in Alberta, and nothing special happening happening on my end. I've just been 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 grinding. You know, rent is due every day, so. Yeah. 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 We talked that. a little bit earlier about the pandemic. Um, so the situation in Alberta, is it, is it still like you can't do anything? To, to an extent. So here yeah. they, they recently lifted the restrictions where like gyms are opened. It's the biggest restriction is like the capacity, right? Instead of operating a hundred percent, hundred percent capacity. Uh, a lot of businesses are limited to 15% capacity and Let's say if you're going if you're going out to eat, technically you're supposed to be eating with the same people in the same household, and they don't want you commingling mm-hmm. and so on and so on, right? So it's not not too shabby on my end, but there's definitely still a lot of restrictions. What about you yeah. guys in uh, Ontario and Singapore? Oh man, I think we're about the same in terms of uh, limited capacity. Uh, like there's certain parts of the city where dining is uh, allowed now, but. You know, still, it's it's we're not we're not back to normal life. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. do you see this going back to normal this year, or is twenty twenty one finish? Are we done? Um, you, you know what? I I I I truly honestly don't think we're gonna be going back to normal at the end of twenty twenty one. I think twenty one twenty twenty one, as many would call it, would 
be written off. Um, but I also think that, you know, there may be more, um, how, how would you say it? A lot more interesting and creative ways to connect with one one another throughout this year, you know? Like how? Man, Tell me. Just, just, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I've just been hearing stories. I've, I've been hearing yeah. stories through, like, a lot of friends. Like, uh, I, for me, personally, I assume because of the pandemic, we're all in lockdown and whatsoever you know the dating scene should not be heavily thriving whereas i have i have buddies that are you know they're like hey i met a new girl i'm like what like what what is this COVID swinging you know like but where do you uh, hang out you can't where where would you go on a date robin robin the thing is we should say that because we have a good friend that met up with a girl and now has a girlfriend during the pandemic so we that is true it's not impossible i'm I'm just saying it's very possible, man. Like, but yeah. th- that's my question. Like, like I, I guess there's these dating apps, but like, I, I guess like technically, like, it's just I personally would not have expected it. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, I think Aaron just trying to say like he wants to get in on this action of like finding someone during this pandemic. So, I guess that that's the thing to look at it. Just you know, 20, 2021 the goal, you know get back out there somehow in a safe yeah, COVID man. manner and just, you know, find, find, find that partner. How, how are you guys doing that? Like for all you listeners, like, let me know, is it hinge Tinder? Like well, what's, what's the secret sauce? Like what's the super app that you guys have all been using? <laughs> I am terrible at dating apps, so I would not be the one to ask. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm married. So I, I, I don't even know now. <laughs> Right, right. I should have got, got married pre twenty twenty. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that's the move, actually. To be honest, yeah, you made, you a, you made the right investment. <laughs> <laughs> so, so usually we do a, a quick dope Asian shout out. Um, today I just want to fire off some quick ones, you know, because uh, the Golden Globes just happened. Um, so of course I want to shout out Chloe Zhao. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all heard. She apparently she's um, the first Asian woman and the second woman to ever win Best Director at the Golden Globes for her movie that she directed entitled Nomad Land. Did y'all hear about this one? I did. Congrats yeah, I also to her did too. Congrats yeah, to her. I actually yeah. never heard of her, but I mean, congrats! I saw the trailer for the movie. It looks pretty dope. I'll probably check that out. Um, yeah, and lastly, and lastly, I want to shout out Minari. Of course, they took yes. uh, they took home Golden Globes Foreign Language Award, even though we were kind of shitting on it a couple episodes back. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Any press is good press. Yeah. So shout outs to Minari, Stephen, you, and uh, and the whole gang that was yeah. uh, a part of that movie. Well deserved. Uh, you guys, uh, you guys are uh, gonna see that movie? I, I think so. I personally think so. I have nothing to do on my end, right? So uh, I'm still yeah, locked down exactly. at home. Don't have a wife or anything. <laughs> like <laughs> that could be a date, man. That could be your date, Minari. Yeah, <laughs> Minari be. and chill, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, congrats to the, everyone who um, won. You know, Asian represent. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Go, Golden Globes. You know, even though Teen we shit Asians. on it, 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 we we just want our our praise as well. So if we get it, we get it. Exactly. So yeah, congrats we just want some shine. All right. Yeah. And with that said, uh, should we get right into it? <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get into our review.
Okay, so today, well, I, well, you know what, Kyle? I'm gonna let you introduce because you picked this movie. Yeah, yeah. All right, so yeah. we we usually pick movies that we're like interested in or like you know it's you know it's relevant kind of topic discussion. But today we decided to kind of just pick a movie where one we're for sure interested in, but also like where our guests will have a lot of like expertise in in a sort of way. So today we pick It Man 4, the finale. And the reason we picked that is because actually we have our guest, Aaron. He's actually a martial arts practitioner. He practices Chinese Kung Fu and all that stuff. But Aaron, why don't you just tell the audience of like your ex background experience with that? And like, that's the reason why we got you as well, because we want to hear what you thought about the movie as in general. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, first off, again, I'm honored to be here. And uh, a little bit of my background, I guess. I've been practicing martial arts for over a decade. Um, I did dive into, like, your, your 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 more traditional kung fu styles early on. And then I was introduced more so to Tai Chi and, and, China, and what we call Sanda. So that's Chinese kickboxing, right? So then um, I did, I've been doing that. And specifically with Tai Chi for over 10 years, uh, Tai Chi is my core. And uh, yeah, the reason why I guess I've been doing Tai Chi, I guess, which many people do ask, especially for me being at such a young age, is probably because of my teachers that I've been able to meet, my mentors. And um, yeah, so, and as of, as of right now, I'm still actively doing Tai Chi. I also do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. So I, I guess, I guess I'm somewhat, I have a wider, I have a wide perspective in terms of certain arts <laughs> or in this martial arts realm to an extent. I'm a huge UFC fan too. So uh, yeah, martial arts is personally, it, it's martial arts is my life, man. Without martial arts, I don't know where I would be. Um, it's because of martial arts that I am the person that I am today, but yeah so that's i help i think that's a little bit of background about myself yeah. that's that's Definitely. awesome man yeah, that's um, awesome. before we get into the actual it man 4 i wanted to ask y'all like what 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 was your impression of the series overall i personally i i thought it was i i, I enjoyed it because i think it you know, you know, the whole, the whole Asian community, especially in the Western world, um, you know, we're revert, we have our stereotypes, we're revert to be very quiet, passive, not, not as masculine and whatsoever. Right. And I think a lot of that is due to our culture. We just don't tend to share as openly as other cultures do. And I find that what the whole series inside in itself, it was not just about fighting. It was a true storyline about, you know, of our oppression, like of, of like, you know, how we were oppressed in world war during the world war with the Japanese <clears throat> and, you know, how many, at least, uh, at least I can say my family would relate to it. Cause uh, back then my grandma and grandpa, because of the world war, they lost everything. And then we had to come over here. Right. And, you know, all of the, the hardships that a lot of Asians had to face, a lot of immigrants had to face in North America. So I thought, like the personally, just the gist of it, the the, the whole series in, inside in itself is so symbolic and such a true representation. And you know what? What better way to put it than through a movie? You know, because through word of mouth, like you can only tell so much. And you know, th through a movie, you can influence others in millions. So that's my perspective on this whole series. I loved it. Nice. What about you, Cal? I I think I enjoyed the the series for the most part because. I mean, okay. the first one was legendary because, I mean, yeah, that's what started yeah. like, oh, 10 versus one, right? With him versus all the Japanese guys. If I remember correctly, the 
Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really remember the first one. That's the one that I really, really kind of remember the most. The second one was all right. And then <clears throat> third one kind of lost me with like Mike Tyson and all that stuff. But what? For real? That, that kind of <laughs> lost me. But then okay. it's, it's not a big deal. It's like I, I get what they're trying to do. But like the last one is really heavy on like, you know, the Asian American kind of um, issue in terms of racism during American history as a whole and how like Chinatown is and uh, the people and like what it kind of talks about in the out in like the context of like 2020, 2021 when, you know, yeah. Asians are being like kind of um, a lot of negative stuff in terms of like racism and all that stuff. So I think they capture a lot of stuff, but then of course it depends on how you see it, whether it's like they did it well or not, but we'll get into that. So here's my here's my relationship with the Itman series, okay? I don't really remember the first two, to be honest. Um, I remember I liked the first one, and I, I remember the second one was just okay, mm-hmm. right? Now, when, when the third one came out, like the trailer, I was hating on it. I'm going to be honest. I was hating on it. Because, like, you know what it seemed like? It seemed like the series... It was like, yo, because because it's based on a real guy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Itman is is a real person. It's Bruce Lee's um, Sifu, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yes. So it was like, like when you see the third uh, trailer, you know, there's Mike Tyson, right? And I'm like, that never happened. Yes, that's that why it lost never me. happened, right? So it's like, it's like. Yo, this series is like Fast and Furious now. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not even it doesn't even follow it doesn't follow the real person anymore. Like you, they they're just allowed are they just allowed to make shit up now? Like yeah. like is Rated is licenses. Is Itman 7 going to be like he's going to be in a heist, right? Is there going to be is he going to be fighting aliens or something? Like they're just making shit up now, right? It's like yeah. Fast and Furious. But when I actually watched the movie it was pretty sick. <laughs> Number three was probably like the sickest one, man. I can't lie. It was so dope. The action, action wise. Yeah. It was fucking amazing. So I was like, all right. I'll, you know, it's like Fast and Furious. I hate it, but I love it. You know what I mean? So it's like. 100%. So it was like after the third one, I'm like, all right, all right, fuck it. You know, let him do Fast and Furious with this shit. But watching MN4, oh, man. Itman 4 was such a great finale. Like, it, it wasn't just action-packed, you know? It wasn't just Fast and Furious. It was, like, a lot of other shit mixed in as well, which, uh, like, you know, which made drama, it Drama, you know social commentary, so, all that stuff, I think. Exactly. So yeah. I am all for it, you know? And, and you know what else? The soundtrack, bro. <laughs> the soundtrack yes. is so epic in Itman, bro. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. like the the opening the opening track, right? That iconic Itman theme, you know? Every time I hear it, I was just like, man, I just I just want to whoop a couple white boys right now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I 100% agree with you, man. Cuz cuz you at least through my perspective, you see a lot of Asian like martial arts movies or kung fu movies. It's it's so like that the, the soundtrack is still so dated mm-hmm. back, right? And I feel like with this advanced soundtrack, it's it's like a mix of the Western or I don't know. It's like new school, new school, and like it's it's just not as dated, I guess. Mm, I, I agree. 
in the beginning, the first scene, right? It starts in Hong Kong, mm-hmm. and um, it shows Billy, yeah, the 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 black the black guy who's a who's Bruce Lee's student. Mm-hmm. By the way, that dude is sick in that movie. Billy, shout outs to Billy. <laughs> that <laughs> dude, yo, that I actually looked him up after. His name is Simon Shiyamba, right? He's actually like a stunt person. Oh, Super for real? Cool. Yeah, he he seems like a cool dude. But like the character in the movie, come on. The dude went all the way to Hong Kong. That yeah. does not make sense though. To invite his, uh <laughs> it Mim to uh uh um to an exhibition in 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 San Francisco to see yeah. Bruce Lee, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. That was a down ass dude. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a site you don't like normally expect to see or, you know, it's just and I think I think it's I thought it was freaking awesome like they they put in like the whole american it's like the it's like the beginning of mashing the whole american culture exactly bring, you know yeah billy's representing the american culture coming to asia like the home turf yeah i think it, it it was a great uh reflection on bruce lee because you know instead of just you know uh sending some chinese dude like it, it shows like oh yo bruce lee is like He's like a progressive dude. He he'll teach anybody, right? <laughs> oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Um, so basically, the movie starts. Uh, they show the son, like Ip Min's son, getting expelled from the school in Hong Kong because he got into a fight. And um, immediately, Ip Min has to travel to San Francisco to find a school for him to attend to, right? Mm-hmm. And then. Um, in San Francisco, the Chinatown is sort of organized and run by the the Chinese Kung Fu Association. Is that what they were called? Uh, I think they're known as CBA, the Chinese yeah. Benevolent yeah. Yeah. Association. Is that an actual thing? I I don't know, but I do know that. Or what I've noticed is there are, there are a lot of these associations, uh, especially yeah. in Vancouver. Like I grew up in Vancouver, and mm-hmm. like it, me being in Edmonton right now, there's a, there are a bunch of these associations that have their own. It's almost I don't want to say it's like a little cult, but mm-hmm. it's like, it's like I, I don't clan. know what's going on there. It's a clan. It's yeah, it's like a clan, and uh, but I I personally don't I don't know enough to see to know why why these there are these such so many different associations. Right, 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 right. I think it's you know initially to protect each other and help each other during like when they first get here, or to yeah. the west. Yeah, no, for sure, and I, I think that um, they kind of showed that in the film, right? Because mm-hmm. um, uh, so basically, Itman goes to that association to. Because um, in order for his son to attend this new school in San, Fr- San Francisco, they need like a recommendation letter from the association. So he goes to the, to the association and inside the school, it's like all the Kung Fu masters. Mm-hmm. The, the, the chairman, right? Is that, is, is that what he's called? The chairman? Yeah, he's the chairman, yeah. Yeah, so the chairman... Um, kind of blackmails him, right? Because he's like, okay, I can get you your recommendation letter, but you know your student, Bruce Lee? You know, he's been, he, he's been going around teaching foreigners. We don't like that here. So we can only give you the recommendation letter if you tell him not to teach foreigners. Mm-hmm. Like off the bat, it, it, that's why this movie was so great because... 
they show racism not just from white people to Asians, but Asians are racist to white people as well, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, Aaron, would you be able to just talk about like your experiences with like learning martial arts and stuff? Was it kind of like that with like the people you learned from the mentors during your time when you were learning martial arts? Was it uh, this this crazy or it, it kind of cooled down by the time you were learning? Because they're talking about like 60s and 70s, but you learned it way later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll say like the earlier, because when, when I first started or when I was first exposed to martial arts, so I, I was probably about 12, 10, 10 to 11. Yeah, 10 to 12, around that age. Um, it was like that. Like there, that stigma was so true. Like, you know, if, if because the whole rationale, again, like with how the movie outlined, it's like, why are we teaching white people our own treasure to, for, so for them to use against us? Because that racism was definitely there, right? Um, but I found that there's also a different niche. Like um, I found that the, the schools that or the teachers that I've met that had that mentality, they were... Like if I were to look at them now, I would find that they're very self, they've, they're really self-defeating in a sense that like, you know what, they've had, they've had so much racism, you know, they've, they've, they've seen so much to the point, but they still have hold on to that anger. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, it, it is totally true. And you know what, even I myself, like I'm Canadian born Chinese. Um, even they, I, there are times where they, like I, some teachers don't even accept me even though I am Chinese, they're like, Oh, you're a banana. You're not, you're not, you're not a real Chinese. So I've had to actually work my butt off and show them my perseverance and like stay with them for a long time for them to actually teach me certain new moves, to, you know, cause. Well, for real. At the, yeah. Cause at the end of the day, there's also, there's, a, there's like this one saying where like <clears throat> Chinese people, we don't like to reveal everything. Like we don't like to reveal all our secrets. Right. So it, there's, there's that level of trust that needs to be built. And you know what, if, unfortunately, if you're not Chinese, uh, you may not even get the opportunity to learn it depending on who's teaching it. Right. But yeah, it, this, this racism, like it, it's, it's definitely there or it was there. You think from a business perspective, you would want to teach everybody, right? <laughs> right, hundred <laughs> percent. But what they they actually have enough students that they can be like, no, only Chinese only. Yeah, and I'll also yeah. say this too, like, um, so with me, I'm not gonna name any like specific teachers and names, but like the whole from a lot of my teachers that I've interacted with um, back then a lot of the Kung Fu martial arts industries, it was actually dominated or affiliated with the triads, you know, they call, they call them Hase Wien in, um, in Cantonese. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'll, I'll, during that time again, and because of that, there's a lot of racial wars, right? So it's like, Hey, why are we teaching? You have a lot of these like schools that have, that represent certain groups or factions. And it's like, Hey, why are we teaching? Let's say a, a Westerner when, at least in North America, the fight was with the foreigners, right? Or with the Westerners, right? Mm-hmm. Or so I could totally see that too. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy how times have changed. You know, it definitely, especially with um, MMA. Yes. Like the whole martial arts world is so different. Like, I don't really see a lot of Kung Fu schools anymore. Like, but is it still very uh, prevalent in uh, Alberta? uh it is i think it depends on where you go and like what kind of 
community you, you, you surround yourself with. Yeah. Uh, in Alberta, there are still a lot of Kung Fu schools. Um, you, you'll tend to see them more at like the Chinese New Year celebrations. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also that stigma where a lot of people, a lot, I'll say a lot of Westerners or most kids nowadays, they also say like Kung Fu is not effective in our day and age. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. And that's, I personally believe that's a huge stigma. But, yeah. mm. um, cause you know, again, like on YouTube, you have these guys out in China, this guy named Shu Shu Xiaodong, he's doing MMA, he's calling out fake martial artists and, you know, right. One of these videos come out and next thing you know, it's like people believe that's what the perception is, is right. That's what mm-hmm. they believe reality is. But um, yeah, I guess in Alberta, sorry to answer your question. Yeah. It's still pretty prevalent. Um, but one thing I do like though, is like a lot of these associations that do teach in Alberta, they're actually, you know, they're like, a, they're not for profits and their goal is to, you know, help, help keep uh, the kids culture about keep the culture yeah, alive teach them well. culture nice. keep them alive you know yeah. teach them yeah. respect and discipline right you know so when you saw this movie was there a, was there a sense of uh familiarity 100 percent, man <laughs> <laughs> Just definitely yeah these hard and, uh, ass chinese old school chinese dudes <laughs> yeah and especially when you mentioned billy mm-hmm. i'm like Another thing too, like when when I saw Billy in the movie, I'm like, oh my goodness, like this 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 Billy guy's a brave guy, but obviously he he doesn't know, right? And his character would not have known the type yeah. of racism or the the barriers or conflicts that the internal conflicts that even the Chinese have within each other, right? Right, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which again is a reflection of Bruce Lee and his and his philosophies, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, he taught but, everyone. Yeah. Exactly. So. I mean that obviously pissed these people off, uh, oh, the yeah, association sure. off. But like, so so when you first like when I first watched the movie, you're like, oh, this guy's a fucking asshole, right? But then like, <laughs> but then you kind of see why they have that mentality, right? Because why they even need an association to band together um, yes. is because they need to protect each other. So that the, so mm-hmm. so later on, you actually find like the chairman is actually he's a dope dude too, you know? Like he's just standing up to the for his peoples. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he, Itman's trying to get the, the, the recommendation letter. They're trying to blackmail Itman to silence Bruce Lee, uh, stop him from teaching foreigners. But Itman being such a gangster, he's like, nah, I can't do it, man. I can't do it. So Itman is a, is a fucking G. <laughs> oh, wait, do we, do, wait, do we, do we want to talk about that specific Bruce Lee scene outside the diner? Well, well that's fights. the next scene because they go to, to. So basically, he goes to visit um, the exhibition that he was in. Oh yeah, to, yeah, right? oh yeah. Okay, let's get to that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he goes to, he goes to Bruce Lee's um, exhibition at the karate tournament, right? Um, and I and I I believe that scene was is 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 like based on actual footage of Bruce Lee at an exhibition. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And then you see you see the karate dudes hating, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so in this movie, there's just a lot of prejudice happening mm-hmm. everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Chinese people hating white dudes, white dudes hating Chinese dudes, karate hating kung fu dudes. You know what I'm saying? It's just like everybody's hating each other. There's a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of shit going on, right? I, um, and then I, that's when they like afterwards they went they went to eat at the diner. Um, and then the uh, the karate dude calls them out, 
Mm-hmm. That's when that's the that's the scene you're talking about where they yeah. they bring him to the uh, the alleyway. Mm-hmm. What did you think about that scene? I thought that was a really dope scene. I actually liked that scene the most out of all the like, other action scenes. Word, like, word. I they think did that it. was great. They yeah. killed it. They killed like they 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 did a better job paying tribute to a goat than Tarantino in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, man. <laughs> yeah, like uh, man, like the 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 way they uh. They choreographed the fights with Bruce Lee. Killed it, man. Killed it. Yeah. I, I wish, I wish they, he was in the movie more though. Mm-hmm. Mm. But then it's not his movie, so it's like it wasn't. <laughs> but you know, I was expecting. You know, even at the end, right? I was expecting a little like buddy flick going on where he, you know, uh, teacher and student fighting off the racists. You know, but you know, yeah. he never really came mm. back. That was that was yeah. his moment. The alley yeah. scene was his his moment, and that was it, which I'm cool with. Which I'm cool yeah. with. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I, you... actually, I, w- I wanted to see the I wanted to see Bruce Lee versus that uh, that general, whatever that. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, I can't remember his name. Oh, Scott Atkins. Yeah, Scott Atkins. Yeah, yeah he was the the, the, race, Scott Atkins, the, the main villain, the main villain. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Colin, yeah, right? that's what I thought. I thought that I thought like at the end he was just gonna be like, "Yo, Bruce, I'm I'm gonna go take on this dude." Come with me, right? You know, I thought it was gonna be a little that going on, but you know, he went in, he went in gangsters, all solo. But that, I mean, that I, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. That, that it was Ooh. his movie. It's his series. Yeah. So that was pretty dope. So the next scene, Itman goes to the school, mm-hmm. the school where he he's trying to get his son into, right? Yeah. Yes. And then. That's when you you first meet the chairman's daughter. Yeah. The chairman's daughter who also goes to the school. Mm-hmm. And um while Itman is there, um you see you see the daughter uh I think her name is Yona or something in the movie. Yeah. You see you you, you see you see the white girls player hating on her. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Heavy. There's just a lot of hate going on in this mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> that, which I, must... I, yo, it, it that's why like the the movie's so good at creating like all these conflicts that yeah. makes you root mm-hmm. for the character. I just want to say that the, the the whole bullying that's going on. I think the the dialogue was kind of weak. Like it was like in which one in what when they were like, uh, they were like calling, the... name calling each other like going at it like talking about like, being like racist and stuff to, like the white girl was I, I thought that was kind of weak I heard way harsh stuff <laughs> wait from, which like, part uh, when they were when they cornered when when she got her boyfriend to like corner her yeah that whole general scene like oh, of them like yeah yeah that was kind of weak it, it shows that the people that wrote it didn't grow up in America where white people made fun of them and being racist at them. What 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 did they say? I don't remember. It, it was so like, oh, they call each other pale face and then like, oh, uh, yellow monkey or something. It's like, yes, I get what they're trying to do, but it's so yeah. like weak though. Don't you think? What if it? Well, I don't know because it like it took place in the sixties, right? I thought they would have went way harder. So really, maybe that's that in the sixties. That was like you know that was pretty that was pretty harsh. It's too PG for Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they would have went yo, harder. But, but yo, but yo, that the, that girl that played the the bully, yeah. she's a pretty dope actress though. Like yo, 
Because when she made that face, like, uh, I think it was like when they were, uh, so the beef started because like they're both cheerleaders or whatever. Yes. But uh, Yona became the lead like, for the way. Yeah, exactly. Or something. So like, yo, she made that face. Like, yo, you can t- like when you see that face, you're like, I want to punch her. You know what I'm saying? Like, she looked evil, bro. Like, you know, so. Yes. Yo, she was yeah, she was pretty dope with the acting. No. Oh man, I I was I was I was angry. I was really angry when I don't know, just like like you said, it's it's that it's that sassy bitch face, man. Like, yeah, fine. right. Yeah, <laughs> she she nailed that face. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> when I watched that, I was like, I actually thought I was like, man, if you're an actor, right? Would you really want to play? Would you really want to play that role? I was saying, like, because if I was yeah. an actor, I don't think I would ever want to play like an asshole. I think that that right, you know, or do people see it as though. like, or people see it as like it's a challenge, and it, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, because like, if I was an actor, I'm like, man, I don't want to play a, I don't want to play the dick, man, you know? Because like, Sometimes if you do you a good job, if you do a good job, people hate you. <laughs> yeah, that, that is very true, <laughs> right? Throwing like, have rage, you ever seen though. um, have you ever seen um? Uh, what's that movie? There will be blood. No, I haven't, but I know what you're talking about, though. You, yeah. So, so the dude, you know the 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 villain. He's like the, he's like he plays like the pastor and whatever. That mm-hmm. that actor was such a scumbag in <laughs> There Will Be Blood that no matter what, like anything I see him, he was in Okja. Have you guys seen Okja? Oh, okay, yeah, that that that. Yeah, so did. he was he was that white dude in Okja. Even he, he like he was a good guy in that, but even in that, I was like, nah, I don't trust him, bro. I don't trust him, man. <laughs> that face, I, like so, he did such a good job in There Will Be Blood, that I just like I just cannot see him as a good guy anymore. Like he just looks sketchy to me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't think I would ever want to play. A scumbag. <laughs> if I was an actor, but then know? if you're an actor, you would love to play any sort of roles, though, right? It's for the is art. Is that it? Like, have you have you have you um, interviewed any actors? <laughs> Not yet, but I I could only assume like if it's for the arts, you would want to do any character that you know is interesting yeah. and you know makes an impact, the, right? It yeah, did that's what I'm saying. Like, on you. do they see it as a challenge? Maybe they see it as a challenge, but. Uh, I don't know. You you go you go uh, do some research. Yeah, and sure. uh, let me know for your podcast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say I totally agree with you, man. Like, it, once you play such a good role, like in my mind at least, man, it's like you're once you're a prick, you're you're, you're playing a really good prick in a movie. Like you're always a prick in my mind. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, it's it's kind of like for me, like that what that one person would be Hans La- La- Landa from like Inglorious Bastards. I'm not sure if you've. Uh, yes, I've, I've seen, seen it. I don't really remember the movie though. But yeah. uh, the villain, the villain is like the the not the guy that plays the Nazi general. He's basically the Nazi general, and like yeah, every time I see him in other movies, it's like fuck this motherfucker. Even though like he will be playing a good person, it's like like you said, I don't trust mm-hmm. you, man. Yeah, <laughs> like fuck that guy, man. Yeah, yeah. Like he's probably packing right now. He's gonna <laughs> fucking back backstab people, you know? Yeah. But yo, watch, watch. There will be blood. You know what I'm saying? You're mm. gonna hate that dude. Trust me. And <laughs> no, well, talk about like people sticking to you in terms of what they are based on what they have acted. I think Donnie Yen for me is like he's just forever Yip Man for me. Like I can't any other movie I see him, I just can't take away like oh he's Yip Man. 
Oh really? Oh really? I, I yeah. don't know, man. Maybe because you're maybe you're a little because you're a little younger than me. Because I grew up in the '90s. I watch all Donnie Yen movies. So, so you've seen true. like Flashpoint, uh, the one with Hell Sam Hung. Yeah. Oh, come on, Iron Monkey. Blade. Come on, yeah, man. Just... You know what I'm saying? So yeah, he, he. You know, I don't know about that one, but it's definitely like it, it's like Jet Li and playing Wong Fei Hong, right? Oh. Yeah. So I guess it's I guess you you have a point there. No, um, I mean comparing like his movies after Jet Man and all the movies that he does outside of Man, I just can't see him any other thing. Like it's definitely one of his more iconic roles. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, I get what you're saying. Back to the movie, like that 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 scene where you, you know the daughter Yona was getting uh, bullied, and then Bruce, I mean not Bruce, It Man, saves the day, like like Mr. Miyagi mm-hmm. being the Karate Kid, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was real satisfying to watch. Yeah. But I just couldn't believe those white guys just like willing to just give it a go and like try and beat up him, beat him up. Like, can you not see he's like an adult and like he could fuck you up? And yet they're like <laughs> going at him like, holy shit. What you mean? What you mean? Like it's happening all over the world right now. Oh, with, yeah. With, facts. With, yeah. With yeah. True. Kids trying to come at older people. With the I, racist attacks, right? I, right. I think it really highlights. It, I, I personally think it really highlights the culture, the difference in cultures. Like, You're, what I, you mean? Like, I, I don't know. For, from, from, like, I grew up in a pretty white, or I live in a pretty white dominant uh, population, right? And mm-hmm. I, I think from what I've seen, um, if I was to put, yeah, like if. If from the Western culture, you have certain levels of respect for your elders and whatever, right? But but then if mm. we compare that to the Eastern culture, it's like comparing night and day. Where the, in the Eastern culture, I feel like the majority of us in the Eastern from the Eastern cultures, we're grown to respect our elders. We're grown to like you know your parents aren't your friends. Your parents are your parents. There's a some there's a level of respect. Whereas in the Western world, it's it's like turned around. Like a lot of elders are not respected or regarded in that same light you know it's like parents are your friends they're your friends first then parents are second or you know like you just don't have that same level of respect mm-hmm. but no i totally get you i totally get you i but i also feel like it's like it's probably it's a it's a bully thing right yeah. it's like they, mm. they all it bullies you know like you you gang up you just feel more powerful right oh yeah um and and watching that the bullies get beat up was just it, it you know what it made me realize the whole itman series you know what it is it's bully porn bro yeah <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? yes. every series what, what do you think it, it man is just you watching bullies get their ass whooped right mm. from one to four mm-hmm. right it's it's just it's bully porn that's the and... theme that's the theme who's getting bullied yeah Itman comes saves the day. Yeah. And his it's ass. underdog story. Underdog story. Underdog to story. Yeah. Because yeah. it's very it's very Bruce Lee. Because Bruce Lee is bully porn. Yes. You know what I'm saying? He's always standing True. up for the little guy. Right? So they definitely drew a little bit of inspiration from that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. I wrote a lot. So, so yesterday before I watched his movie, <laughs> I took an edible. So I wrote a bunch of notes. So I'm trying. I'm just trying to decipher some, uh, what I'm writing, <laughs> right? What, 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 I wrote what's the right experience, here. Was the experience really good on edibles watching the film? Yeah, yeah. I got. I got mad. Yo, I got mad notes, bro. So Dude. here, here's actually here. Here's a gem right here. Here's a gem. 
Isn't it crazy how hard it men or any of these Chinese people, how hard they were trying to get their kid in this American school, um, immigrate, immigrate over to America in hopes of better opportunities when this whole time, like putting your son in that school is like the most toxic environment for them. Isn't that crazy? But, oh. Oh, but seeing that, that's heavy. Yeah. seeing that is literally the whole immigrant experience. Yes, Isn't that crazy? Robert, yes. yes. Isn't that fucking crazy? Because it. it's like you, you, you see the daughter um, getting bullied, right? You know, you see, you see Itman when he went to San Francisco, he had the handler who I guess was a previous student of his. So when, when the association tried to blackmail uh, Itman and, and Itman refused, the handler tried to ask for help from his client's uh, yeah. from his boss's client yeah which is yeah. some like rich white dude right mm-hmm. and you yeah. see the way the 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 white dude was talking down to him like yo you chinese people are all savages you're all criminals i don't want to help any of y'all you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so it's like yo look at how they treat us look at yeah. how they treat us look at how the kids treat us they don't respect us they don't even want us here they think we're all savages but yet we're trying so hard to go over there like okay. you know like is the grass really greener yeah but Rob, Rob, I just think you just nailed it. I think that's good. If we end the show right now, you, we already got a great point. Like yeah. The, yeah. the focus. Yeah. But I want to say is like the only reason like Yip Man and the likes were like, oh, we want to send the kid to America for school is because they don't know that side of the story. Mm-hmm. I don't think exactly. the yeah. immigrants that moved over will tell these kind of stories back to people back in the motherland. They never yeah. would say that. They will say, oh, we're living the life. It's way better. We're making money. We're, you know, we're like involved in the community. But little did they know they're stuck in Chinatown, only in Chinatown and still like trying to make a living. Yes. Yeah. We will never That's know why that. I think, um, I think this, this movie is very powerful to Asian kids, especially Asian Canadians or Asian Americans. Cause we look at that and like, wow, that's that. That was me. That I I went through that. You know what I'm saying? Like the 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 energies are so familiar, right? So it's like, do you think do you think like a white person watching it? it like, do they feel they, they probably don't feel the same, right? Mm, hell, it's no. I don't think they feel the same personally. Yeah, it's such an immigrant. Like I look at the whole like movie and the feeling, the feel like like I, I get what they're feeling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like because like I like yo, it's like that's that's life as an immigrant. You know what I'm saying? They don't respect oh, yeah. us. <laughs> no, they don't. But you yeah, know what's so, eye-opening too? What? Um, so for me, for me personally, like I, I was in an interracial relationship, right? And mm-hmm. my ex-wife at the um, I showed like we've we've seen the earlier Ip Man movies. Well, I've seen and I've watched it with my ex-wife and her family. Mm-hmm. And they see all this prejudice. Um, and we've even watched other movies where it shows white or what we as white privilege or we see a lot of white racism right mm-hmm. and they the response i get is kind of eye-opening because they, they they seem to not want to believe it you know they, they don't want to believe that this is actually happening that um and it's like they have a different lens where it's like oh it's like hey if if they see a white person doing it they don't they don't they naturally don't think there's anything wrong because maybe that's just what they've grown up to yeah. believe in and it's just i find that eye-opening because you know, it's like a double standard again. <laughs> it, yeah, I, I I feel like they just 
like I'm not even blaming them. It's just oh. like they they just they're just don't. ignorant to it because yeah. it's mm. like they don't. It's like it's like it's like me speaking on uh, women's rights or or, yes. or things that women go through because I I like I you know I don't know because I don't I'm not a woman like you know I can't speak for them I can't speak for their experience right I don't know what they go through. Oh yeah. Um, and, and I think it's kind of the same. It, it, which is why, like, you know, even with the pandemic, with the COVID, it kind of opened my eyes, you know, like seeing all the all the racism that's happening towards Asians. Mm-hmm. It kind of opened my eyes because it's like, wow, you know, like before this, you know, it was kind of like the Muslims getting it. Yes. You, you, you get what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. like, it, and it's like, I, I and then when that was happening, I, it, I, it made me question is like, okay, how, should I have paid more attention to um what was happening in the muslim community because it's kind of what's happening to us right now right yes Mm -hmm. um so it's like until it happens to you you kind of just ignorant to it i feel like because i was probably ignorant to a lot of things um that was directed towards the muslim community you know Mm -hmm. so even going through well not personally but seeing people go through that right now with the with the pandemic um, it really opened my eyes and I would definitely be pay a little more attention to things like this in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? For yeah. sure. Yeah. But man, that's a great point. <laughs> you made even high on edibles. Jesus. That's what I'm saying, man. You know, take the edibles edible, are the bro. way to go. <laughs> <laughs> you take an edible before you watch a movie, bro. Yeah. <laughs> edibles, well, edibles for good content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What other good notes uh, do you have? <laughs> I got a lot. Well, well, I mean, let's let's follow the plot. Like, so, 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 Ipman saves Yona from the bullies, um, and then to make sure she's safe, like he uh, takes oh, her home, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then during the bus ride is like kind of when they kind of bond, mm-hmm. and um, that's kind of when she talks about her dad. And you get a better feel of like the person that the chairman is, and you kind of like, cause you you know when you in the first scene when when he's blackmailing Itman, you're like fuck this dude, but then when you're talking to uh, the daughter, and then the daughter, do- and you realize it's like oh that guy's just standing up for his peoples, you know, like mm-hmm. like like as you can see, you know the 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 these Americans they they treat us like shit. They bully us. They don't respect us. So the chairman's just there to uh, stand, stick it to the man and protect his peoples. Yeah, good stuff that he's doing. But I think for him, he just got the mentality like we've been here for so long and yet we're still being looked down on. And like he's upset about that and he just don't know how yeah. to get out of it. And how he is, it's a result of like, you know, the racism. And exactly. he doesn't want to yeah. know make it even worse so that's why he's kind of telling the daughter don't fight in school don't cause trouble all that stuff when really they should be standing up i think part of it for him if like the whole bruce lee and it man it's like they're trying to change things up and he thinks that it could make it worse for the community mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. like that uh the the model minority mindset yes, right? like yeah. keep, your, mm-hmm. keep your head down and just grind it out Yes. Right. Um, so when they get home, the chairman thinks Itman's like, oh, you're just trying to, you know, you're just trying to 
You're just trying to play the play that card to get the recommendation letter, mm-hmm. right? You're just you just saved my daughter to 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 get the recommendation lot uh, letter, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he challenges him to an epic spar sesh. Yes. And they fight, and it was epic. And then what mm-hmm. happens? They get interrupted by a motherfucking earthquake. Very <laughs> yeah. San Francisco. Can you? I can't believe. Yo, did get earthquakes in San Francisco? Oh yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Really? They're mm-hmm. they're, they're like that area is actually plate. really earthquake prone. They're so, on the plate, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're in the middle yeah. of the plate. That's that, re- that whole that whole coastline is like uh, basically the division between two tectonic plates. Goddamn! Mm. Who would live there? Who would live there? Why? <laughs> that's, that's the silicon can you gold, imagine man. can you imagine your city like the city you live in gets earthquakes like what the fuck like i'm so glad i live in canada yeah we don't and, get shit <laughs> if, if you look at those houses in san francisco too a lot of them are like slanted you know it's like from earthquakes well uh, not not from earthquakes <laughs> but if, if you see like a lot of those movies in, uh that show the city of san francisco like there's a lot of hills right they're like pretty steep hills and yet you have like these houses that are built they're still pretty upright and balanced, but like, you know, mm. can you just imagine all the engineering that you have to do just to build a proper house that's level? And then next, you know, when earth, like you have all these earthquakes that have happened, like, Jeez. This, I just can't even imagine like living there. Yeah, man. Canada is the best. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have deadly animals. We don't got no. none of that. You know what I mean? Like no. <laughs> it's peaceful out here. Yeah. You know, and then the next scene. So the next scene Hartman, which is Bruce Lee's student, the who's Marine. A, a sergeant, right? He's a sergeant in the in the military. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the scene shows he's going onto the military base. People are training all around him, and he's bringing the Wing Chun dummy because um, he wants to. He wants t- the military to incorporate incorporate Chinese kung fu in the training. And this is the scene where you're introduced to the main villain played by Scott Atkins, who's also another like martial arts movie legend. And um, he's a fucking dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? What you what were your thoughts when you uh when you when you saw him? Super arrogant right off the bat. Mm-hmm. It's like Yeah. Racist too. Yeah. <laughs> Just Again, one of those faces where I think, yeah, Scott Atkins, like him, him playing this specific role, like just watching him the first five minutes. Yeah. Like, fuck, I want to punch this guy out so bad too. It's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So basically, uh, he sees Hartman bring in the Wing Chun dummy, and he stops him. He's like, "Yo, what the fuck? What are you? What are you doing with this shit?" Right? And he's like, "Yo, we don't want that kung fu shit in here." You know what I'm saying? He's like, "You want to test yourself?" Like, all right. You go, you go fight, you go fight my boy here. You know, like the the karate. It was the it was the dude from the from the from the tournament, right? Yeah. Um, and he's like, all right, you if you if you can beat this dude, then okay, I I will accept kung fu, right? But obviously, he gets his ass whooped. Yeah. Which, yo, I'm. Uh, uh, can I be honest? Kung fu took a lot of L's in this movie. Oh, for sure. Oh yes. Took a lot of L's in this movie, man. Like, yo, karate the karate dudes were murking the, the kung fu dudes, man. <laughs> so so were they justified in being that arrogant? I don't know at this point when they keep winning though. <laughs> exactly. They were whooping a lot of dudes, man. Oh yeah. Like I just don't get how like 
it's so like different as in like they they keep losing like every single one of them like 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 there's all that there's a crappy? couple sick dudes like itman's the only dude that's sick and then the other ones are everybody else is like a scrub yeah. <laughs> so it's like they don't yeah i don't know man it's not a good record for yeah it's for like kung well, fu. like what's the biggest issue with like them loot like how are they losing like this like or is this a strength <laughs> or just i don't I, I'm, I just don't get it from like just a non-martial art person it's like i could see why is it just because scott atkins is that beefy that strong and all that stuff or just you know I don't know, man. They were yeah. making a good case for kung fu, though. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and and um, um, but but Partman's still like he's still trying to convince. Like so, he's tr- still trying to convince his uh, commanding officer. Yo, you yeah. got bringing kung fu, man. You, even even after he got his ass whooped. Yeah. <laughs> you know he's uh so so he he showed the Bruce Lee's uh, exhibition tape to the commanding officer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he and then the commanding officer is like, oh, all right, I'll, I'll give this a chance. I'll give this a chance. Yeah. Um, but Scott Atkins was there, and he got a little jelly, right? So yeah. So he sends his goon to, his goons to crash the um, uh, the kung fu exhibition. The yeah, the, the lantern festival. Oh, the the festival, lantern yeah. festival, right? Yeah. And and. And Kung Fu took some more L's that oh, night. Oh, <laughs> so bad. 100%. 100%. Right? Yes. It's like, yo, the, uh, it was the, the karate dude took out like two dudes and a chick. Yeah. Before It Man came in to yeah. save the day. Mm-hmm. So it's like even, even record-wise, like Kung Fu already lost. Mad L's. <laughs> right? Huge L's. But um, at that point, at that point, there was a lot of shit going on because um, it, it, it pans back to uh, the the bully, the girl bully. So in the in the in the fight with Yona and Itman, um, where she tried she tried to cut Yona with the the scissors, but Yona defended herself and then like and then she cut herself in the face, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then when she went back home, she was like all crying and shit. And then her 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 parents, her her mom was like, "Yo, what the fuck happened?" And then she blamed it on Yona, like mm-hmm. these savages, this girl, like you know, like they, I was the one being bullied. So she's like playing the victim. Mm-hmm. And then her dad, so they called her dad to complain. And apparently her dad is like some immigration some, or yeah, she's government an immigra- guy, immigration officer. Um, so basically the dad and his goons goes to the, um, the, uh, association to, uh, to arrest, um, the chairman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and, and also, so it, when Itman beats up the karate dudes before the, the immigration officers uh, arrest, uh, the chairman, he, uh, Scott Atkins goes to the association to beat up more of the Kung Fu guys, mm. <laughs> right? More L's for us. Yeah. <laughs> Just L's all day, man. <laughs> I think it was like a one verse ten or something like that too. <laughs> the chairman gets arrested. Scott Atkins beats up everybody, right? Uh, finds out that the chairman is at the immigration office. Goes to the immigration office and says, "Yo, hand him over to me. I want to kick his ass." <laughs> right? Yeah. That day, Chinese kung fu. Took a lot of L's. So that's why Itman was looking to seek revenge. Yeah. And that was the point. That was the point. I was like, yo, man, like, you know, 
He's gonna call. He's gonna call Bruce, and Bruce <laughs> and Itman, you know, gonna fight the whole base. That's what I thought. That's mm-hmm. what I thought. Didn't happen though. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I don't blame them. Um, I think, like a- after that, like the- there was also that scene where all the remaining masters they get sheltered because the CBA was like shut down, right? As a result, oh, yes. yes. And Bruce Bruce Lee actually shelters mm-hmm. the masters, you know. And yeah. I find that that this scene was very iconic, at least for me, because mm-hmm. you know you have. You have the joining of two conflicting internal forces. You know, mm-hmm. the first, the first internal force is like that ideology of teaching Chinese kung fu only to, to, to the Chinese people, and then the, the the other one is like Bruce Lee's side, where like, you know, Chinese kung fu should be made known to people. And this mm-hmm. one scene in itself shows like, you know, they're you know they're all uniting as Chinese people because I, I think there was that one line where these masters were like thanking Ip Man for like for helping them, uh, shelter mm-hmm. them. And mm-hmm. it man's like, don't worry, we're all Chinese, you know. Like mm-hmm. that's like the what? very one uniting phase. The, right? the, the naturalistic comes in, the naturalism, yes. and all that stuff. You know, yeah. and it's like shows like you know these internal issues. Like that's not that's like the least of our worries. It's like why are we ha- why are we fighting over th- th- such small issues when there's like the bigger one, the bigger issue of racism. And it's literally we should just fight the white man together, <laughs> or, R- yeah. rather rather than you know fight on each other and you know exactly. Mm-hmm. So I, I did that. I know that scene happened bef- like afterwards, but I'm not sure. There's one thing that I remember. I I just noticed that we didn't even talk about is Itman has cancer. <laughs> oh yeah, spoiler oh. alert! Not really. <laughs> right. The whole point of the movie is he has cancer, so he's trying to like you know up uh, set up a better future for his kid, right? Yes. Uh, so the whole movie is like. Like his his kid won't talk to him, right? Because like he resents him for trying to send him over to the states, right? Yeah. And, and, but then at the end, they like kind of they kind of um, make up mm-hmm. because he's like, "Yo, I got cancer," <laughs> and which is why I, was, I wanted to bring up that point. Yeah, I was, I was also gonna say too. You know how you mentioned Yona earlier? Yeah. Um, you mentioned how there was that scene with Yona on the bus. There's also a scene where Yona. Yona tries to forge her dad's signature yeah. with that letter, gives it to mm-hmm. Hitman, and Hitman shows his integrity by ripping up that mm-hmm. piece of paper and be like, yeah. Hey, yeah. No, yeah. To be a good model citizen, this yeah. is not what you do. But I and- find that Yona was a perspective that gave that, uh, it was, she was a different perspective that like opened Hitman's eyes because yeah. essentially mm. she was like his son. You know, his son wanted to do what he enjoyed, right. what he mm. loved, right? Yeah. Whereas, yeah, because he was like, she was talking shit about her dad. Yeah. But it was like, oh, like, like he's, it's kind of like a self reflection. He's looking. Yeah, he's like, he's mirror. like, yeah. I'm that like, motherfucker. You know, I was like, like yeah, oh, yeah. I'm that motherfucker. I did that. <laughs> so he's like, so he knows how his son feels now. You know, so yeah. I think that 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 was probably the biggest reason that uh, made them understand each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and why they made up, right? So that was a that was a beautiful scene. Um, and then after that, it was pretty much the the final epic fight scene between Itman and Scott Atkins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before I say my edible notes, did you guys have any 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 feelings towards that the ending? I, I would say it's everything I had expected in terms of what it had to be in terms of oh, it's Itman, the final one, the finale, the way to mm-hmm. end it all. I think they did what they needed to do. So it wasn't coming at me at a surprise. 
like everything just laid out as it was it was like yeah it makes total sense like that's talking, how what are you talking, talking about the fight scene specifically oh oh can I, yep. should I just say my gripes? Yeah, say your or, gripes. Here, let, let me say, let, let me take a stab at it. You take a stab at it. <laughs> oh yes, so, give us your expertise. So, uh, yeah, you, obviously you see like, hey man, taking a couple big ass punches, and all of a sudden it, it's like the tides are turned, right? Like especially, I'm sure it's hard to not notice like the the crotch kicks, the, the throat punch, like this shit mm-hmm. normally isn't really legal. But uh, we'll see when it comes to like the mixed martial arts but like you, you definitely see that and some people may perceive it as like oh that's cheap or whatever right but i yeah. i thought i looked at it as like definitely like a david and goliath story um mm. i just i just one thing that really bugs me is like again that it's you know a man takes a couple big big huge shots he gets up and then tides turn all of a sudden like that you know <laughs> i was not feeling the crotch kick no i was I not was feeling not, it i either. was not you know what i'm saying because it's like yo Yo, like, so it's like, it, it's almost like you, he only won because he fought dirty. Yeah, it's like a low blow, you know? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> he was getting his ass whooped, and then suddenly he kicked him in the balls, and he won. So it's like, ah, uh, that one felt a little yeah. weird. That one felt a little weird. <laughs> but De- definitely, it, it also shows that sometimes we can't, we as yeah. Asians in the West, sometimes doing everything by the books and all the stuff, works but also sometimes you just gotta dirty your hands a little and you know you know if you have to defend yourself you have to defend yourselves yeah so sometimes you just gotta kick a couple balls is that what you're yeah, saying exactly <laughs> that's what i'm trying to get at i mean no, if you I, can avoid respect. doing that then yes but like you know sometimes yeah. you gotta do what you gotta do i was also say this too man in, in my opinion like just if you look at how martial arts or kung fu was passed down like back then if you look at our Chinese history, most of our Chinese history and the reason why we've maintained our population is because we've, we've always been in wars, warfare, mm. and Kung Fu's been passed down through that, right? A, a, a large portion of it. And at that time, anything goes, mm-hmm. right? So that gets passed down. And I, I can totally see why. And and actually, there are a lot of styles that actually still incorporate eye gouges, crotch kicks, or punt, you know, like oh, crotch really, grab. Eh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I can see why. Uh, it's just, I guess, yeah, no, that 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 definitely did bug bug me as man. It's because it, it it was almost as if like we we sold out. We didn't pay. We didn't play fair. You know, exactly. Right? We didn't win because we're better. You know. Yeah. yeah. I won because I kicked you in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I don't know. Maybe we're just nitpicking. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, that was that was pretty much it. After I mean, the ending was great because, like, Itman gets the recommendation letter, but he's like, you know what? America ain't it. I'm going yes. back home. <laughs> mm-hmm. Goes back home, makes up with his kid, and starts teaching him kung fu. And I yeah. think that's how they started spreading the uh, Ip Man Wing Chun style through the ages, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what were your final thoughts? I thought it was a great movie overall. That was a great ending to the series. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, think I it- thought this was a great movie. Definitely I thought it did movie. what it's supposed to do. Yeah. Is this your favorite Itman? I don't. For me personally, no, it's not. I for me, if the first one, Itman one, is definitely still my favorite. Yeah, really? I think I'm on Aaron's Aaron's um side. The first really? one. I don't really remember the first one. I'm gonna have to watch it again. But yeah, 
I, th- I think I think for this myself, one is my favorite. I think this one's this my one? favorite, and number three is uh, number three is after that. Yeah, y'all didn't fuck with number three. No, <laughs> no. I, number three is up there for me too. Um, yeah, like the story is all over the place. You know, like it's hard to believe that that actually happened. Yeah, yeah. Tony, but ja the action was yeah. so good. The action was so good. Yeah, yeah, but ain't it for me <laughs> what <laughs> I, I just couldn't get into it. like how the heck yeah. is mike tyson in hong kong at that point how? it was yeah. dope it was dope <laughs> i i think for me the reason why i'd say the first one is the one that resonates with me the most is because it really highlighted the the whole japanese and chinese yeah. mm-hmm. that that, that side of things because like i know that stuff is still very rooted within within like our at least my grandmother's generation right? yeah <laughs> mm, true 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 yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay so final rating what what do you what would you guys give this movie mm. i can start i yeah. give it yeah. it's a very solid movie i enjoyed it from start to finish four nunchucks out of five okay um, Aaron, how about you? I I would I would I would go with four four maybe four and a half four and a half nunchucks is if we can give half a nunchuck. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, just but yeah, I, I I personally would give it four four and a half four or four and a half. I, I yeah. I'm on the same page, man. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'll go with four as well. Four nunchucks. Awesome. Yeah, and I think solid film. You know. Does yeah. what it's supposed to do, and um, yeah, talks about you know what really is a a bigger and bigger issue now with like all the anti Asian racism going on. Yeah, no, yeah. it was great. It was great. Um, thanks for picking this movie, Kyle. I yeah. enjoyed nope. it thoroughly in my on my edibles. Yeah, <laughs> all good. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, and with that, um, let's sign up. I mean, like, yeah. yo, Aaron, thank you for coming on today. That was. Uh, very fun podcast today. Mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> I want to thank you guys, man. Yeah. Always you're, an honor. You're, yeah. you're, you're, you seem like a cool guy. I would definitely want you back. Maybe maybe next time you can pick. Like, what movies do you watch usually? Uh, man, you, you know what? It's been a while. Like, I, right now I'm on this weird Viking phase. So, I'm not, it's, they're not even movies. I'm watching, like, Vikings oh, or like The Last the Kingdom. Okay. Like, a show. Like, Interesting. Yeah. Do you but watch Marco I, I will Polo say, like, well? I'm sorry, Mar- Marco Polo? Yeah, I yeah, I I love Marco Polo, man. What? Hundred no. Eyes? Uh, he was I. Right. He was I. Right. Like yeah. like the reason why I watch Marco Polo is because of Hundred Eyes. I don't I don't mm. watch like the actual like I'm not into the whole Benedict and like the mm. other actors, right? Yeah, uh, Benedict was pretty dope, but I don't know, man. Like, it's 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 just the f- it's like it's like okay, we I mean we talked a little bit about this me and Kyle, but it's like why why do you gotta stick the white dude in there, man? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> like Marco Polo is so useless. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Except, yo, same with um, Narcos. Okay. Why why the white dude there? Why the white dude there? He's useless. You know what I'm saying? So it's like yo, even 2020, Robin, we still gotta stick the white it dude. Can't in be there. too diverse. You gotta make it comfortable. So you know. Yeah. And also, but, it didn't feel right. That they all spoke English. It was a little weird. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm. But, I was going to say, though, hmm? I was going to say one movie that did hit me. Um, uh, unfortunately, I, like it highlighted the Japanese culture, and I have nothing against Japanese people. The Last Samurai. Same. Oh, my God. Like, oh. 
Tom Cruise. I, I, I mean, that's that's an old movie. I don't really. I I remembered. I liked it though. I don't. Remember I, I actually enjoyed it because yeah. I think the biggest part is like again, it highlighted the culture of the Jap. It, it highlighted the 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 struggles during the Industrial Revolution versus mm-hmm. the Westernization yeah. aspects and forces, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if yeah, sorry to answer your question, like that's probably like the first one of the movies that come up in my mind. Okay. Yeah, we could we could think about doing that in the future for sure, and bring you back on. And Aaron, where can we find your podcast? And uh, if people want to follow you, where they can follow you? Oh, that's a great question. So if you want to follow me, I I can be found on IG, Instagram, and my handle is the dot Aaron dot Tam, or it's also at the First Generations Podcast. And uh, the podcast can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and I think iHeartRadio. Yeah, <laughs> but I can also be found on Facebook too. Like, check. If, if, yeah, just reach out to me on IG. I'm pretty active on IG. But yeah, yeah for sure. Check Aaron out. He's dope. And Robin, where can the fans find you? I'm on Instagram at Conrock. C O N R O C. Oh, you're Conrock. I, whoa, what? Oh, you know of me? <laughs> Bro, sorry. Dude, I, I, I've been tuning in uh, to... Our, You've been a follower? To DIU Podcast. I'm like... Oh, oh, for real. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's me. I'm yeah, A-Tizzles. Yeah. Mm. Okay, all right, all right. All right, all right. All right, nice. And, um, cool. We'll have to yeah. connect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I just and, follow um, you right now. Yeah. Yeah, just follow my podcast at What Kind of Asian Are You? And Instagram is What Kind of Asian Pod. And on that note, see you all on the next one. Peace. Peace.